Today we're in week three of our series on the bright side where we're talking about how to stay positive in a negative world. And today we're going to talk about how to pray when life gets hard. I'm sure that everyone out there can relate to this topic. And we're going to look at Habakkuk chapter three. This is an Old Testament book. I encourage you to read chapters one and two, and you'll see that the people of Israel had a really hard situation. And that's why God's prophet Habakkuk wrote the book. We learn about the situation in chapter 1, verse 12. Habakkuk writes, O Lord, my God, my Holy One, you who are eternal, surely you do not plan to wipe us out. O Lord, our rock, you have sent these Babylonians to correct us, to punish us for our many sins. So long story short, the Israelites had been messing around for generations, treating God with terrible disrespect, ignoring him, running after false gods, living however they wanted. So God sent prophet after prophet to call them back to him. He waited patiently for them to get the big picture until finally he said enough. And this is God saying enough. He's going to send the pagan nation of Babylon to correct them, to punish his own people, the Israelites. But once we get to chapter three, we see a prayer of Habakkuk. And that's where he models for us how we can pray when things aren't looking so good in our lives. And here's the first prayer tip if you find yourself in that situation. Remember who God is and what he has done for you. When you speak out what God has done, then you build confidence in what God can do. All right, let's go to the text. This prayer was sung by the prophet Habakkuk. Here it is. I have heard all about you, Lord. I am filled with awe by your amazing works. In this time of our deep need, help us again as you did in years gone by. And in your anger... Remember your mercy. So Habakkuk says, we've been here before and you rescued us then, even though we didn't deserve it. And will you do it again? Now, what Habakkuk is referring to is, of course, when God rescued the Israelites out of Egypt back in the day of Moses. And really, it brings up this question for you and I today. How have you seen God at work in your finances, in your marriage, in your family? Just like the Israelites, everyone needs something to look back on and remember and say, I saw how God was faithful in this situation in my life. So instead of just focusing on what's going wrong in your life right now, speak out what God has done in the past for you, and that will build confidence in what God can do. That's what Habakkuk was doing. Here's the next thing. We need to patiently submit to God's timing, even when he doesn't meet our expectations. And that means we need to develop an attitude of what Habakkuk calls quiet trust in God. Here's that passage, verse 16. I trembled inside, Habakkuk speaking, when I heard this, when he heard about what God had done to the Egyptians on behalf of the Israelites. He says, my lips quivered with fear. My legs gave way beneath me and I shook in terror. And look at what he says next. I will wait quietly for the coming day when disaster will strike the people who invade us. In other words, you did it before, you'll do it again, but it might not be on my timing. It might not be in my way. And so therefore, I submit to you, God, therefore, I will wait quietly for that day. And in the meantime, we need to stay confident in God no matter what happens. Remember that God is always for you and that God is always with you. 
In Habakkuk 3, verse 17, he writes, Even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crops fail and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty. In other words, it's not going the way Habakkuk had hoped for. It's not working out the way Habakkuk so far has prayed for. In spite of all of that, we continue in verse 18. He says, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, able to tread upon the heights. A modern way to say that is don't stay in the dumps. Rise above it because God is above all of it. And remember that he's for you. That's what Romans 8.31 says. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? This is a great verse to pray in your dark times. You can also pray this from Hebrews 13. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. So I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? If you've hit rock bottom in your life, learn from Habakkuk and stay positive through prayer. And remember that that optimism is based on the character and the promises of God.